Welcome to another episode of Off Days with Sergio and GP. In this show, we take our off days to discuss topics ranging from cannabis to travel stories. I think um, you were telling me about really dumb things you used to do in high school. Dude. I don't even understand how we got away or how some of this stuff happened. But one of our hobbies, and it didn't last that long. It probably lasted for about two months. Because my friend, a few of my friends and I, we would have spurts of things that we do for about two or three months. All right. Something like mischief? Else. Two or th- yeah. Like, of just sh- dumb shit. Yeah. You know, whatever it be. Like, for a while, we went to um, flea markets and bought, like, tasers and... And, Holy shit, I did that too. Yeah, uh, we had that stage where we would buy anything that we could find at the flea market. Like those Batman knives and yeah. shit. That's, <laughs> that's opened up on both ends. Just kids, I think three kids were taught to turn to school because yeah. of these things. I have a blow dart gun at my house because of that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good weapon, Dude, bro. I like that shit. That shit's so much fun. But we had that stage. We had a stage where we fished for a little while. We had a stage where... We threw parties for a few months, and then we had a stage where we would go around at night, put lights in my car, <laughs> and pull people over. Oh, my God. You could not get away with that nowadays, bro. I had an explorer. We would put, <laughs> all we would do is put them in the dash. <laughs> we just follow people around <laughs> neighborhoods, and we just pull their ass over. Bro, that sounds like so much fun, bro. Dude, that shit was so much fun. We had like a, it was probably about the size of a golf cart battery and we would just hold it or like a car battery, actually, like a small battery. It's not that big. Somebody would hold it and then we have the like these LED lights that lit up on my thing and we would just pull people over and then speed off. We got, we pulled, actually pulled over a drunk driver one day and I think her heart like dropped. I saw her like, oh, fuck. Because we actually followed her in this one neighborhood. She was driving. And then she just feared off the road, hit the curb, and went back. At the red light, she stopped in the middle of the intersection. And we followed her for like five, no, probably like 15 minutes. She was definitely drunk. She was 100% drunk. And then at a stop sign right outside her house, we fucked with her. We pulled her over. <laughs> that's that's a word. You might have been doing a citizen's dude, arrest there, I, no, bro. Dude, we were, we were like, we were... Just like fuck around, we're like we're doing good for the people. Yeah, that's that's honestly hilarious, and, bro. And then she pulled into her garage after we turned the lights off and then sped off, or not not even sped off. We just drove off that time. She pulled into her garage and hit her garage. Oh god! You know she probably got into her house and was like, "Oh my god, that cop behind me was being so nice. He didn't pull Dude, me over." Yes, I probably like made her. She probably hashtag blue lives matter. Yeah, for real. She's like a number one cop advocate now. Yeah, because that cop let her go. Sometimes they're nice to you. So, I mean, that's funny that you bring that up because I remember we were, I was very similar. I I assume a lot of men growing up or as teenagers in the United States in rural areas generally have similar experiences. Suburbs, yeah. Yeah, in that I would um, bounce from idea to idea, thing to do, from thing to do. And one, one stupid thing that I can remember doing when we were younger than high school, it was about, it was, I would say middle school days. I would, um, we would get gorilla glue duct tape. You know what that is? Like yeah, regular sure. duct tape with the gorilla sure. glue. 
and we would put like three lines of it across mm. the street okay. and we would hide. And what happens is when cars cross over that duct tape, uh-huh. it makes a loud explosion, oh. gets all tangled in their tires and uh-huh. it makes them think that they pop their tires, you know, <laughs> just like bang, bang, bang. You know? So people would slam on their brakes, they'd pull over and jump out of the car and we'd all skirt off, run around the neighborhood, go back to my buddy's house. Uh-huh. And we did this shit for months, bro. <laughs> just in different places every week in the neighborhood. Because my neighborhood used to be like one giant, about two mile long street with uh-huh. just houses. So every couple of every couple of days, we just pick a different house to do it in front of. Yeah. And we're all 16-year-old kids in the prime of our shape of our lives. Yeah. So we're jumping fences and they would sometimes see us run. Right. They can't do anything about it. They're yeah. not going to catch us. We know this neighborhood like the back of our hands. Yeah. So that was like the one thing I can remember. Just pointless shenanigans. Something we used to do that's actually fun, but it actually wasn't that bad. We used to play cops and robbers, dude, with cars, with cars and running. And we would, it would have a one mile course. You get a mile, you get an hour to get across a one mile to two mile course, and you just start running. And we play only at night, and people would just have cars and stuff. Like, thing about it is, people would be speeding and stuff. I'm like, Dude, the speed limit's thirty. No one even runs thirty yeah. miles an hour. Why you even? Why do you need to speed? We had a similar game. It was manhunt, but we didn't do cars. We had a golf carts in my neighborhood. Oh, nice. Which was dope, but yeah, it did cause some mayhem because people get a little too cocky on golf carts. So oh, they'll, bad. they'll be tipping them and or yeah. getting hit by them. Yeah, because they think like, oh, this is a golf cart. That that shit will fuck you up. And another one time, my younger <laughs> They're going brother, faster than people give yeah, them credit for. My younger brother was sitting in the front seat with us. He had to be about eight at the time. Mm-hmm. And then our neighbor, well, I was driving the golf cart. We were looking for people because we'd play like neighborhood wide, essentially. Mm-hmm. And my little brother was sitting in the front of the golf cart next to me. And we're looking, run, looking to chase somebody. And this girl's flying down the road at about only about 15. But in a golf cart in the outdoor, it's pretty quick. Yeah. And nobody's really paying attention. And all of a sudden, she spots somebody and slams on the brakes. So my little brother who's sitting next to me just goes flying into the windshield. Oh, shit. Just like slams his face in the Yeah, because he's not prepared <laughs> yeah, at all. Exactly. He wasn't prepared at all. So he just eats the windshield in his face. And um, yeah, that was uh, just a random story. But one time I played manhunt and my little brother <laughs> got slammed in the face by a golf cart. Doing shit, stupid shit in high school. People that didn't get the opportunity to do stupid shit in high school, I feel bad for it because there's oh, yeah. no other time in life to be able to do stupid shit. With, right? with little to no repercussions. Exactly. If you're smart if you, about your stupid shit. And you're not doing the stupidest shit. Yeah. And I'm not saying do the stupidest shit that yeah. you possibly can think of. Do these fun shenanigans like we're right. talking about. You know, right. Like faking to pull people over. Classic exactly. prank. Classic felon. <laughs> Classic <laughs> felon, felon behavior. Yeah, exactly. Felony. <laughs> but <laughs> You were probably 15 or 16, right? No. How old? 18? 17. Okay, so right before the uh, the cutoff date. Because once you're 18, you can't be doing those. Texas is 17. Is it? Oh, shit. And Juvie's 10. 10? In the Damn. fifth grade, you can go to juvenile detention center. I, I actually went, um, not very proud of it, but I ended up in a juvenile detention center for a little bit of time in my life as well. I went through... um. Let's just say I got into a fight in middle school and I might have beaten the guy up a little too badly. Mm. So they sent me for three weeks to a juvenile detention center. And that shit was mad fun, bro. Everybody was just crazy as fuck and just having a good <laughs> you fucking were, time. You had to stay in there like locked up? No, they would let me. I would have to go at 6 o'clock or 7.30 in the morning. And then they would <laughs> keep me there till 7.30 at night. And then my mom would come pick me up and I'd be there the next day. So I didn't have to sleep there because I didn't get charged. It was like a 
to forego charges. Like I volunteered. Like yeah. a plea thing. Like I volunteered to do that and go to um. But a lot did of the kids that I was with did sleep there. Did you go to school? That was in. That was like my school. Yeah. My teachers would send me my school work there. You had to go there for three weeks. Twenty-one days, even on Saturdays and Sundays, I had to go. But it was it was an inmates run the asylum type thing. <laughs> For the real? teachers had no control of these kids. But you didn't have to fight them and shit. No, everybody was cool as fuck. You know, there were people who would start problems, but I was never I'm not that type of guy. Like yeah. most people, even if you were to start problems with me, if you're not physically threatening me or if I'm worried not worried about actually getting hit, yeah, it probably won't piss me off. So there were there was a lot of shit. So what'd you do during the day? I would just we would sit at a desk, go to we'd have like a school day, then they'd give us some yard time and then We'd have lunch, and then they'd give us like uh, anger management courses, mm-hmm. just like different activities that would uh, help with coping with stress. What's the longest somebody was there for? Like, how long do people ever have to stay? Usually, I don't really remember much. I was in sixth grade. I was in sixth grade, so I don't remember exactly what the longest was. I remember my friend who was actually involved in the same fight with me. Mm-hmm. He had to do thirty-five days, okay. so he had two weeks longer than me. Uh-huh. And that was long. And he went every day like that, every went day. home? Yeah, every day and then went home. None of anything. It was like a four-on-four fight, and nobody involved had to go and um, stay there permanently. But on this, we would have lunch with kids who had said, oh, I've been here for like a week or two. Yeah. But they were into some crazy shit. They're like, I stole my grandma's car and ran over a fucking dog, you know? Like, yeah. Damn, you guys are really crazy. Now, I got into a fight over a disagreement on the, on the soccer field. Like, that type of shit happens all the time. Yeah. These kids were... They were next level. They're like, yeah, I beat the shit out of my grandma. I'm like, what the fuck, man? You're, these people are oh, damn near shit. psychos. No, yeah, like, that shit's crazy, dude. I never really knew what Juvie was like. I knew kids that had been there. But, yeah, and the longest anybody ever stayed there that I've ever heard was probably 21 days. That yeah. stayed there, stayed there. Yeah. See, I didn't do any stay there. I feel like some of those kids stay there because they don't have anywhere else to stay for a long time. Yeah, that is definitely a part of the the issue. If you're an orphan or something like that in that age, that's just where you have to stay. Yeah. In my neighborhood growing up, we had a house. um, It was like a halfway house. And it was, um, I don't know if that's the proper terminology for it, but it was essentially like a foster home for kids who had. Yeah, it's not a halfway house. Yeah, no, they had a foster. It was a foster home for kids who had criminal history. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Oh, okay. I guess that would be a halfway house yeah. then. So they would all be there. Like, they were all cool, but they mm-hmm. would, like, always be stealing our bikes and shit. And we'd find them in their yard. You know, so we'd just go grab them. Like, damn it, the kids must have stolen our fucking they, bikes again. How did they know where you lived and stuff? They they lived in my neighborhood. And, like, there was a Walgreens, for example, at yeah. the edge of my neighborhood that all the neighborhood go and get Skittles. So yeah. we'd, we'd put our bikes Outside the Walgreens, we'd run inside, yeah. get Skittles, bubblegum, Doritos, come back, fuck, where's our bikes? And then we'd be driving around the neighborhood and we'd see it in, they lived on a farm. We'd see it in their farm. We're like, oh, damn, there's a bike. We'd have to run and go get that and steal yeah. it back, essentially. Yeah. So it was a fun dynamic. And we'd also get into <laughs> neighborhood fights with those kids because they would ride by on their little community assigned golf cart and they'd just be talking mad shit, looking for a fight. And it's like. All right, man. I guess we're gonna fight. Like, if you really want to I do this, I did not grow up fighting at all. Yeah. and it's funny. I, I don't think, think I've grew- ever been in a fight with a non-family member before. Oh, I'm, I've been in my like at least about thirty. So has she. I've seen my wife get into I'm multiple fights. I'm not a fighter. I Neither actually can't I, even though. think of a position where I've needed to fight. I mean, I wouldn't say it's ever been a, a dire necessity in my life, but uh-huh. it, circumstances would arise where. 
you know, it would just kind of happen. For example, like the the neighborhood kids, I'll give this example because it's an easy story. I would uh, we would always play football in my friend's front yard. Okay. And one day they come by like, oh, we could beat you on football, but we're only doing tackle. We're only doing tackle. But I was a baller at football. So I knew yeah. we would destroy these kids. So I was like, all right, we're in about seventh grade. I was like, all right, we'll play. And we start playing and we're instantly destroying them. We're playing three on three. <laughs> Me and two of my best friends against three of them. And they're talking mad shit. And they started doing this shit where they would tackle us and then like headbutt us. Yeah. You know, like you kind of, people do it with a helmet on, but right. we weren't wearing helmets. Yeah. So I remember telling this kid's name was Nathan. I was yeah. like, Nathan, chill out with the headbutts, bro. If you do it again, we're fighting. Uh-huh. I was like, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah. You're taking this shit way too far because you just, you're just mad that you're, we're whooping your ass. Yeah. So very next possession, he does it again. And I push him off me, and I was like, all right, square up. We're fighting right now, all yeah. of us. And then his brother, his older brother, jumps in. He's like, no, if you're going to fight my brother, you're fighting me. So I was like, all right, let's fight, all of us right now. <laughs> yeah. And then we just started fighting, just like he came up to me. And I've been in combat sports my entire life, so it's an unfair advantage. I just dodged two punches and then hit him with the right. Yeah. He fucking drops like a fucking fly. Yeah. And then my other two boys, they were all wrestling, doing the grappling, and I just pulled them off. And that pretty much ended that. But that, those were the types of fights. That I would get into. See, it wasn't yeah, like, I didn't. I didn't even know kids in my. I didn't know kids lived in my neighborhood till I was probably 17, 18 years old. Wow, man, that's incredible. You see, I've been rocking with the same kids from my neighborhood since yeah. I was about nine. I went to school an hour away. So. That's wild. That's wild, man. So, I mean, it, it saved you from neighborhood fights, neighborhood squabbles. <laughs> you know, I had to get in my fair share. They were all fun though. Nobody. When you're young and in sixth grade, you don't do too much damage unless you're really trying to. Or huge. Like yeah. Some really big like, there is the people who would and take it overboard and kick you while you're down in the face yeah. and shit. But I was never like that. I would hit you. And if I notice you've learned your lesson, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll back off. <laughs> yeah. But there was kids from that same house who I would hit. They would keep wanting to fight me and they'd keep stepping up. And it's like, man, I don't want to keep pummeling you, bro. Yeah. But then, it, then we made it friendly. We created a neighborhood fight club, and we'd throw on boxing gloves, and we—that's the way do to do respectfully. it. That's the way to because do I, it. Because I, because it got to a point where kids would hear, like, "Holy shit, Sergio can fight, man!" Yeah, I want to try to fight him, but I don't want to get my ass whooped. So I was like, "We could throw on the gloves, man. We could do it." And my whole neighborhood had a fight club. My older brother would bring his friends over to fight me. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's I think twenty, thirty now almost. And he would bring his friends over to fight me. Like he was, he's about three years, years older than you, me. Yeah. And I would even beat the shit out of his friends. There's a, I'm, I'm a natural at the flow of fighting. And when, you, when you're fighting untrained people, it's a distinctly unfair advantage. Even if I'm not severely highly trained, just knowing how to throw a punch when you're fighting kids who have never thrown a punch is um, is a, is a advantage in a My half. only thing, I, ha- I took martial arts as a kid, and I actually have a pretty good resume builder with taekwondo or whatever but i have the basics of that and then i wrestled some in high school but so i do believe i can defend myself but in no way would i be going around ever trying to find people to best (laughs) while fighting you know i used to walk around pretty cocky but I got beat up a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll humble See, you. I don't do that. Dude. One, one, I haven't had too many phases to where I even went out much to be in those positions. I was always somebody to be at home since I was yeah. like, since forever. Because for, my dad, my mom stay at home a lot. Yeah. And so it's just how I think it just yeah, was. But just to correct the record. Okay. I've never been taken in a one-on-one fight. I've just been jumped. Okay. Just to, just to correct the record. 
I've only I've only taken that out when it was more than more than one on one when they had I the advantage. But, but um, yeah. So yeah, when I got beat up in the club that one day, I pretty much learned maybe I shouldn't be uh walking around looking for. It's not too many people that want to fight one on one anymore. No, that doesn't exist. Yeah. Nowadays, there's no point of fist fighting. Everybody has guns or people knives. Have, exactly. Not worth it. Back in my day, back in my day. When I Especially was sitting. if you're in the South, where it's yeah. like actually like, because even if you go to places like Chicago where you're not allowed to have guns, yeah. you'll still have people will still have them. So yeah. imagine a place where you can, people like here take gun yeah. like pass exactly. them out like candy. Just to be clear, I would never ever recommend getting into a fist fight, but boy, they're fun. <laughs> not gonna lie, it's not something I would recommend. It's because it's not something that you can ever really do. You can't really reenact that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I mean, it's exact. It's exactly that. It's um, it's an adrenaline rush, right? And then like it's so focused, so much on the line. You know, it's like nowadays it's not worth it. But when when you're 15 and 16 years old to squabble it out like men and then shake hands afterwards, that's a good way to solve problems, in my humble opinion. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I wasn't really hanging out with people <laughs> that much, <laughs> to be honest. To be in the positions I was at school. Or like at the crib and shit, or yeah. like at maybe at like a sports practice or something like that. Yeah, I feel that. No, I mean, I would even at sports practice sometimes you got to fight the teammates, you know, reestablish I, I, dominance. I, I may have gotten in one kind of fight, but it, we were playing lacrosse. So in lacrosse, if you're fighting, it's just like you could be playing the game and yeah. be fucking somebody up. And yeah, lacrosse like, is a fight though. Yeah, it's like you're hitting people with a stick. Your That's elbow the only people. time that I've really gotten into it like that. And then I almost fought a kid mid soccer game my senior year of high school. But oh, you see, the soccer soccer will do it to you, bro. Something about it. There's something about the sport that makes people want to fight. Or it's just me, and I might I might have just had issues as a kid. <laughs> I was usually the bigger kid on the field and stuff, and. I never really had an issue with the fighting on the soccer field, but on the soccer field, I talked a whole lot of shit just because my senior year, we were horrible and I was bored. And so I just thought it'd be fun to talk shit. So I, yeah, used to talk, I talked a lot of shit. You got a lot of time out there to talk shit. You got a lot of, dude, you have a lot of time yeah. out there to talk shit. Exactly. And like this, the like, people who you see in the beginning of the game are going to be around you the entire game. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a shit talking sport. There's a lot sure. of mind games that go on in soccer. It's like any other sport. Yeah. Football, they do the eye pokes and they'll grab your nuts and they'll spit on you in the pile and all that dirty See, shit. Yeah, I played on the perimeter. I didn't deal with that shit. I'm not <laughs> gonna lie. <laughs> I guess we'll tune this episode out here. It's been Yeah, do uh, some stupid shit sometime. Yeah, but be smart about it. Yeah. And I don't condone street fighting. Don't do that. Too many guns out there in these streets. Everywhere. Yeah, especially if you're in the south. Or anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Really. Yeah, any, just don't anywhere. do it. Just don't fight. This is Unless you want to, because sometimes it's fun. Just smoke, <laughs> just smoke some weed and you'll it'll relax. Actually, better yet, some CBD. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. GP here, thanking you for tuning in to another episode of Off Days.